Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else. Welcome back to another week of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. Uh, This week, it is just Jason and I. We have no special guests. Uh, We don't have any bad news that I'm aware of this week. None I can think of. Which is kind of a first this year. Yeah, that's a plus. I mean, unless you count the number 30 entrant in the Women's Royal Rumble as bad news. Wade Barrett? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. We may have some bad news here in a second. Oh, yeah. All right, so we'll jump right into the whiskey that we are drinking this week, and it is Howlerhead Monkey Spirit. It is a Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey with natural banana flavor. See, I'm I'm going to call bullshit on natural because Michael poured me a glass of banana Laffy Taffy. This is 80 proof, so 40% alcohol by volume. Um... Bananas gone crazy. Yeah, that's right. We said bananas blended with the finest Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, and I feel like I'm reading a thing of lies. Yeah, like, it doesn't smell bad. I mean, it, it legit smells like... It smells like banana Laffy Taffy or, it smells or like, a banana uh, snow cone. Yeah, it smells like I had a Laffy Taffy in the bottom of my glass for for reasons, and somebody poured whiskey on top of it, and then it sat there for... A couple hours. And then, so it melted the Laffy Taffy into the whiskey. I'm trying to figure out what you would use a banana whiskey for. We we were talking about it before we came on air. Because we're like, what can you what can you use this for? Just, you know, we've just and smelled like, it so far. We haven't tasted. And like the only but, thing I could think of would be like a, I want to make a tiki drink, but rum killed my father. So... I can't use rum. Um, and you would be like, okay, well, I can use banana whiskey. Um, the bottle is yeah. is kind of... Uh, the bottle is just kind of a generic whiskey bottle. The label's kind of cool. The though. label's kind of cool. It's got a monkey wearing sunglasses. Yeah, maybe you could make like a bananas foster dessert drink with this and maybe something like a... I think Crown made a salted caramel Crown at one point. So you could put that in there. And yeah, but if, if I was going like to do a that. cream of some sort? You could do it like a shot, maybe? Maybe. If I was going to do that, though, I'd use something like the. Uh, use like 99 bananas or something. 99 bananas or even the. Uh, what's that rum? Malibu uh, makes a banana rum. No, I'm trying uh, to think of what's that other rum oh, that we ba- like. Bamboo. Bamboo. Yeah, uh, yeah it's would, got that funky yeah. banana flavor. So just so y'all know, it is, uh, what, 1130, yeah. 1145 Saturday evening as we record this. We just finished watching the Royal, Royal Rumble. Which is going to take up uh, most of what we talk about today. Yeah, so. so if we are a little spaced, it's it's because we're, we're tired. So, so cheers. Cheers. Tastes exactly like it smells. Ooh, that's rough. It is not smooth, but it is very sweet. It, like it's sickeningly tastes, sweet. It tastes like banana laffy taffy melted into whiskey. 
Like, that... That is most assuredly something you want to mix in something. Oh. Like... You like could, the trash can. <laughs> I'm not going to be that hard on, I'm not going to be that hard on it, but that is a that is a mixing whiskey 1000%. A lot of times you can get a, a flavored whiskey like like I think a screwball, right? Yeah. Screwball peanut butter whiskey. Yeah. You can sit there and drink that. If you, you want you to. You don't have to mix it with something. It tastes awesome mixed with grape soda. Just saying. Really? Yeah, mixed PB&J. But okay. You don't, okay, I can see it. You don't have to. You can sip on that and be okay. It's very sweet, but it's not cloying. I still want to mix that with a chocolate liqueur. I'm sure that would be awesome mixed with something like Godiva yeah. or or the like. So, anyway. Uh, yeah, I don't recommend Howler Head. Uh, I, I, I would, yeah... I would pass it by. If you're... I, I would not recommend this unless you are looking for specifically a whiskey to mix that is tropical. And at that point, it's like Michael said, why would you not just use a rum? Just go with a rum or, you know, if you're trying to get the banana flavor or something like a 99 Bananas... Uh, liqueur or, or something, uh, you know. I think DeCuper, DeCuper makes a banana so, liquor. I mean, let's go that route. Yeah, there's 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 better options out there because this a is... A for effort, uh, F for hey, flavor. I mean, I, I love drink. I love the label on here. It is really cool looking. But it's not expensive. Yeah, I think it was only like 30 bucks at one of the more expensive liquor stores on the coast. So, so. anyway... Let's move into the week of wrestling. So we're going to spend a lot of time talking about the Rumble. I do want to hit some AEW notes first. Absolutely. Um, AEW got permission. Uh, this was after our last show where we talked about the fact that Dynamite Rampage really didn't mention anything about Jay Briscoe at all. They did do a tribute show after Dynamite. It was mm-hmm. th- three hours um, they said they were going to put it up on their website. It is now up on ROH's YouTube channel. It is also available on the ROH app for free. So you don't have to sign up or anything. You can watch it. Um, it's a couple of matches. And then it's also replays of Claudio's last match in ROH, which was him and Chris Heroes, the Kings of Wrestling versus the Briscoe Brothers. And it's the... Uh, dishonor match between Adam Cole and Jay Briscoe for the title. Uh, both of those are on there, and there was another Jay Briscoe match on there, but I don't remember what it was off the top of my head. They were all pretty good. And then the capstone of the night was Christopher Daniels versus Jay Briscoe, or versus uh, Claudio Castagnoli. Mm. Um, they also had uh, multiple interview segments through it. Cole did a uh, in-ring story. Uh, Christopher Daniels had a recording. Joe had a recording. Uh, it's weird seeing Samoa Joe start to cry when he's talking about something. Um, but that was that was that. But Warner Brothers apparently changed their mind. 
at least, or maybe they did, maybe they didn't, maybe Tony changed it, maybe they never had a problem with him. We don't know at this point. Yeah, it's kind of up in the air. We've seen several different versions of stories. As far as Mark Briscoe. So this Wednesday on Dynamite, uh, there was a match between Mark Briscoe and Jay Lethal. Uh, It was the main event. And Jay Lethal wrestled the entire match crying. Yeah. Um, From entrance to to the end of the match. It was a great match. Mm Mm-hmm. At the end of it, when Mark rolls out of the ring, almost the entire AEW locker room was up on the the ramp. One uh, conspicuous absence was Kenny Omega. Kenny wasn't out there. Kenny had visa issues, so he wasn't even at the show. He wanted to be there. They couldn't work the visa issues out in time. Um, So I really wanted to mention that, the fact that, they were able to do something. Uh, and again, I don't know if it was a, they had to fight with uh, Warner to get permission or if they had to, they had scheduling conflicts and all this kind of problems to try to get things put together for this to happen. I don't know. I'm positive but, that they had to fight with Warner. Yeah. I, that much I feel positive about. Now the question is, how much? How much is Mark? Because you know we we've talked about one of the reasons that the Briscoes could not appear on TNT TBS mm-hmm. is because of some homophobic tweets yeah. that Jay put out several several years ago. That Jay has, according to those that know him and yep. have been around him, he has manned up. He learned his lesson. He's apologized and even said, I can't take this back, yep. but I want to do better. Well, he 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 himself has made those comments you yeah. know, on Twitter, on YouTube, on all that stuff about, you know, the fact that he made this, he didn't know, uh, or he wasn't thinking, as it were. Um, it was brought to his attention about how hurtful it was. Mm-hmm. And he never ran into that problem again. You know, compare that to, like, say, a Lars Sullivan, right? Yeah, who, who kept, kept, made comments, got punished for it, apologized, and then immediately made more comments and then got fired. You know? Yeah, he didn't learn his lesson. Uh, but they also, the Briscoes also have a history of using the rebel flag in yeah. their ring gear and their, Which is I, weird their imagery. from Delaware. But they went full on to those country boys. Yeah. And, and from a psychology mm-hmm. wrestling standpoint, yeah, that makes sense. From a world today standpoint, yeah, yeah, you, you have that. you have to take that step back from, from wrestling and say, yes, this will get me heat. But mm-hmm. no, it's this is not what I need for the future of yes. my character. Exactly. And so that there were some issues with that potentially. I don't know. But we it, said we say all that to say yeah. that we just don't know. We don't know. It was good to see it though. You know, it yeah. was good to see the celebration thing. I watched the one on YouTube. Like I said, it's about three hours long. Yeah. Well I'll, worth the watch though. I'll probably end up watching it sometime this um, week. But that's really it for Dynamite. There, it, there wasn't a whole lot when it comes right down to it. Um, we're in this, this time period, this lull of professional wrestling right now, yep. which kind of just came to an end with the Royal rumble. Yeah. 
as we build towards WrestleMania, but even AEW, they've kind of set where they're going for now for before uh, um, Revolution. Yep. Um, but we're just kind of in this holding pattern for the time being. Which, and, and Jay passing, I think, really threw off AEW with their plans. So. So, uh, you know, speaking of the Rumble, we did watch it tonight. I know I said I wasn't going to watch any WWE product. I still haven't watched Raw or SmackDown. Um, this is the Rumble. It is arguably my favorite pay-per-view. It's certainly my favorite it, gimmick match. It always has been. Um, I have very fond memories of being, you know, 10, 11 years old and getting, the, and getting mom and dad to buy the pay-per-view to watch it. Yeah. You know, way back in the... The early nineties, so God, you're old. I really am. <laughs> like I was eight when the first Rumble happened. That was an '88. Axel Jim Duggan won. Woo! Oh, um, one one more real quick thing on uh, Jay Briscoe AEW. Okay. Wednesday night was would have been Jay's 39th birthday. Yes. So I just wanted to get that out there. Yeah. Sorry. Continue your yeah. story about your parents buying you the Rumble right, when you right. were a wee, a when wee I was Jason. a wee when I was a wee lad. <laughs> uh, you know. So, I'm always going to watch the Rumble. Now, I may not watch anything else. I may not keep up with any of the the WWE stuff at this moment. But I did want to watch the Rumble. Uh, Of course, WWE, for some reason, decided that they wanted to spoil almost every entry into the Rumble. Like, they've always done the whole, I'm declaring myself for the Rumble, brother. You know, that's always kind of happened, but it's always been, okay, there's 30 people in the Rumble. About 15 to 20 declare. Yeah. And then the other 10 are mysteries. This year, I think there were maybe two that were mysteries, but they weren't, for the men's Rumble at least, that, uh, but they weren't even... That shocking, except for one of them, and I wouldn't even call it shocking. It was just, huh, okay. So, because uh, the because the men's rumble kicked off the show. Yeah. So let's let's start first, and I'm going to scroll back through our notes to see. Well, Gunther, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, came out at number one, and Sheamus at number two. Sheamus was number two, and then the Miz was number three, yeah. I believe. So we had Gunther, Sheamus, Miz. And then Kofi came out at number four, Gargano at number five, Xavier Woods at six, Carrying mm-hmm. Cross at seven. Um, Miz Kofi. was eliminated first, right before Carrying Cross came out. Yeah. Uh, we have some some fighting going on. Gable comes out at number eight. McIntyre at number nine. Uh, Cross is eliminated by Drew. We see number 10, Santos Escobar. And before Santos comes out, we see Kofi try to do a... uh, So Xavier got eliminated. Yeah, Xavier was eliminated. And he was still laying out on the mat in front of the announce table. And it looked like what they were going for, and this is what's confirmed at least, Kofi was getting eliminated... And Xavier was supposed to drag a, a desk chair in for Kofi to land in. You know, a Kofi Kingston spot, right? Yeah. 
Well, I don't know if the, it looked like the timing was off or oh. the chair fell or something happened. I think maybe Kofi turned the wrong way or whatever. The chair was the slightly chair out of position. Immediately falls over and mm-hmm. Kofi rammed his head into the announce desk. Yeah. Which the announcers tried to play off because they knew, okay, Kofi's supposed to do a spot here and get back in the rumble, right? So they're playing it off that only one of Kofi's foot hit the floor. The other one was in the chair. Um, and then they never make a comment again. So Kofi gets carted off off screen. Type yeah, thing. Kofi. Uh, so Santos Escobar comes out. We have Dawkins and then Brock Lesnar. Brock does some stuff on the side of the ring out there, and yeah. Kofi's gone. Well, Brock, we, we noticed it fully when Brock was eliminated. Yeah. Uh, so, Brock at 12, Lashley at 13. Lashley eliminates Brock. Yeah. And then and we realize that Kofi's, realize, yeah. Brock gets thrown out in front of the announced desk. And all of this is like two minutes, so yeah. it's it's not a like a long period of time. Um, Then Brock tears up the ringside area. Yeah. Uh, 14, Baron Corbin comes down. Lesnar destroys Corbin. Yes, and leaves him laying on the ground. Uh, 15, Seth Rollins comes out. Who picks up Corbin, throws him in the ring, and then immediately throws him out. Uh, 16, we get Otis. Mm -hmm. 17, Ray's music hits. Ray never shows up. And when when Michael says Ray never shows up, Ray never comes to the ring. Ray Mysterio may be wandering around San Antonio. Lost. Ray Ray Mysterio may not have even been in San Antonio because his music plays. He doesn't come out. Commentary makes several comments about, uh, or at least Graves makes several heel comments about. Well, maybe Ray was just taking his time, or or any of this kind of stuff. Um, we but, should we should mention that uh, Pat McAfee came out yeah. and was on commentary all night, as which was well. great. Yeah. Uh, so at 18, Dominic's music hit. Here comes Dominic. He's wearing Ray's mask. He takes Ray's mask off and tears it up as he's walked down yeah. to the ring. Which, and when I say walks down to the ring, it's a 10-mile hike yeah. from the entrance ramp to the ring. It is a long <laughs> ramp, um, which they make a couple comments about the mask and everything like that. And, and Michael and I are sitting here, let's go, okay, Ray got beat up backstage, Yeah, obviously. But commentary... Never mentions it. Yeah. They never do a cut to the back to show Ray beat up and laying on the ground. Nothing. Yeah. It, it's it's weird. Bad storytelling from WWE. Yeah. It's very weird. Uh, it's like they missed that beat of the storytelling. 19, Elias comes down. Uh, 20. Well, we... Elias comes down, rolls in the ring, hits Gunther with a guitar, guitar and then it Almost immediately gets thrown out. Yeah. Uh, 20, we get Finn Balor. Um, yep. This is when Elias gets uh, eliminated. Yeah. Because he, he was in the ring for a few minutes. Uh, he gets eliminated by the Banger Bros. Yep. <laughs> which yep. are Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. Because somebody on WWE's writing team has never been on the internet before. They didn't learn from submission sorority. Yeah. So, um, in yeah. my head, in my head, canon, 
It is the, the same, same <laughs> person who's coming up with these names and saying, yeah, yeah, this is great. Drew, uh, Drew and Sheamus worked together as a team the entire match. Yeah, it was actually refreshing like, to see. They saved each other from elimination a couple times. There were there were spots where both of them were just like propped up in a corner watching what was going on, just chit-chatting, while the rest of everybody's beating the hell out of each other. Yeah. So, <clears throat> 21 is Booker T, the only surprise entrance the in the match. The only surprise entrance. He comes in, he hits a couple of he he uh hits a couple moves, does a spinneroonie, and then gets thrown out. Got a whole ton of he was thrown out by Gunther. Yep. And Gunther got all of the got heat. Got a ton of heat off of it. Because I mean it's San Antonio. Yeah. Twenty two, we have Damian Priest. So now all of uh Judgment Day is in there, and they spend the rest of the time kind of as a team. Uh, 23, we get Montez Ford. 24, you think you know me. Edge Which, comes out. That's another one that I don't think, I don't think Edge had declared that he was going to be in, uh, but we all kind of knew I mean, that he would. I think technically you could count him as a surprise entrant, but he's signed to WWE. Yeah. This is Mania season. Edge is back. He's going to feud with Judgment Day through yeah. Mania, but to settle it. He comes out, he deals out some spears, he hucks Finn, he hucks uh, Priest. He tries to throw out Dominic, but Priest and Finn grab him and pull him out. Yeah. They then proceed to start beating him up. Rhea comes down starts beating him up. Well, they start to walk off. Yeah, that's right. He chases them down. He chases and starts beating them down. Finn starts running up the ramp. Remember, it's a 10-mile-long ramp. Finn trips. Yep. Edge runs past him. him, Has to turn around. The next entrant out is Austin Theory. Who just kind of Austin moves out the way, holds his hand up, say, "This isn't my thing." Yep. And so he stays out of it. Rhea comes out. She hits hits Edge from behind or in front. It doesn't matter. He hit. She hits Edge. Beth Phoenix comes out. Lays out Rhea with a the worst spear ever. Yes. Uh, And then that kind of ends that part of the story. So he goes and gets in the ring. Yeah, we have Austin Theory coming out at number 25. Number 26 is Omos, and my God, that man is huge. Mm-hmm. And it was really on display tonight as he walked out. This, you could see how big he was. 27, 27 is Braun. Uh, 28 is Ricochet. Mm-hmm. 29 is Logan Paul. Yeah, and the crowd was not having it. Now, there was a cool spot that he did with Ricochet, where they were on opposite sides of the ring, and they both did a springboard off the rope into each other. Yeah, think which, of it like a, instead of a running double clothesline, it was a springboard clothesline into each other. Is one of those, we were standing here, the logic of that is dumb as hell. Yeah. The spot looked really cool. Yeah. And, and 30. number 30. Wrestling has more than one royal family. Adrenaline. In my blood, Cody Rhodes is in the rumble. I don't that didn't yeah, work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so Cody comes down. Yeah, so Cody comes down. We have a whole bunch of eliminations. Start and then clearing out the final the final four that they quote unquote final four they announced was Cody, Seth, uh Theory and Gunther. Theory and Gunther, right? Yes. Theory gets hooked, and then Logan Paul comes so, back in because he never got eliminated. Yeah, we're sitting there and we're talking, and and I notice in the background of the shot, 
Logan Paul is just laying on the side yeah. of the ring, just it, you know, uh, resting for a few minutes. And I was like, "What was he eliminated?" No, he rolled out of the ring after his spot yeah. with Ricochet, which immediately makes us think, "Great, yeah, Vince is back. Logan's <laughs> gonna win." Um, so Paul comes back into the ring. Um, we get some back and forth. And it ends up your final two are Cody Rhodes and Gunther. Logan Paul eliminates Seth. Yes. Cody eliminates... Or no, does Seth eliminate uh, Uh -uh. Logan? Nope. Okay. Logan Paul eliminated Seth. Then Cody eliminated Logan Paul, which left Cody and Gunther, where we got to see that. That became a match. Yeah. Like a good, probably, what, seven or so minutes? Oh, yeah. It was good. It was good. Um. And Cody wins. Cody wins. Uh, so yeah, decent rumble, I would yeah. say. Very, very. There was nothing in that rumble that made me go, "Oh, that sucked." Yeah. Um, there were there were. Well, I say that, but like Kofi failing the spot again, that didn't make me say that sucked. That made me say, "Man, I hope Kofi's okay." Yeah, um, like it was very clear right away that. The move was botched. The move was botched, and um, he, he hurt himself. And, like, they very quickly spun away from him. Yeah, and the camera did not and, go back And they over. did not do a replay. Yeah. Uh, but I'm like, he hit his head. Yeah. He hit his head on the corner. Like, it, yeah. I hope Kofi's okay. Yeah. So, there was, there was a couple of decent spots in the match. So, yeah, it, it was a pretty middle of the road. I mean, we predicted, what, six months ago that Cody was winning that thing. And he's we going we predicted it when he went out. When we did the yeah. math on him going out, yeah. we said if he can come back. He's coming back at the Rumble. He's coming he's back in the Rumble, win. and he's going to win. And then Mania will be him versus Roman. Um, in our group chat with a couple of the guys from our, our our friends over at Travelers on the Omnibus, we talked about different things. So we, we rated this a uh, 0 out of 10 for no uh, Tajiri. Yeah. Uh, a 5 out of 10 for no Sammy. Yes, Sami um, Zayn was not in the Rumble. Yes. Uh, a negative 10 out of 10 because there was no great Muda. Uh, and, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, um, negative 100 out of 10 for no CM Punk. And, of course, I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, I believe after that we had the women's match. No. No. What was next? Next was probably the best sponsored match we've oh, ever yeah, had in yeah, it was. I was the history the of professional first, wrestling. No, you're right. The Mountain Dew light, the Mountain Dew pitch black lights out match. Yes. Which at first we were like, this is going to be boring. What are they going to use to show us a black screen? But which I actually would have loved if they had had right. the balls to do that. So LA Knight comes out. He is wearing electric yellow gear. Mm-hmm. Bray's music hits. He is over as all hell. He comes out. He looks weird. Like, his eyes, yeah. he's blacked out his eyes. Yeah, like, he's got and, black makeup, like, skull makeup. Corpse, yeah. corpse paint, basically. And so, he walks down. Then they tell, they, they reveal what is this pitch black. pitch black match going to be. And what it is, is they turned on a, uh, a black light. Black light, UV light, yeah. like, all yeah. over the, the ring area, right? The ropes, I don't know if they, I'm sure they switched the ropes out for it. They switch the ropes out, and it is their neon. Their neon. Um, LA Knight's gear turned into this just neon green. Knock your eyeballs out. Proving once again that 
Bray Wyatt is the most over and best showman showman mm-hmm. in the industry right now. He has glow in the dark or whatever makeup on. Yeah. He's got line work all over his face, on his arms, on his gear. In his beard. In his beard. He's got some paint, so his beard changes a, a couple different colors. Yeah. Uh he's got contacts yeah. that glow red. Yes. And the man was scary as could be. Very. Um, so we have the match. The match did not go very long. Uh, L.A. Knight got almost no offense. The only thing he got was he moved the stairs over by the announce table, and then Bray attacked him, and then Bray was going to hit him with a suplex mm-hmm. into the announce table. They didn't do that, but then L.A. Knight speared him into the announce table. And when he hit it, they had UV sensitive, like styrofoam basically yeah, in cups and under the edge of the announce table. So when he hit, it just exploded in the air in this green shower of stuff. Yeah. Um, why Bray, Bray essentially no sells that like he's yeah. of up very quickly. He's up quickly. He gets in the ring. He throws a toolbox in the ring, uh, that never gets used. Uh, LA Knight rolls out under the and under the ramp, grabs a kendo stick. Well, he has, gets thrown out. He gets thrown out. And then he, he grabs, grabs a, a kendo, kendo stick, stick that has glow lights in it. I'm sure it was just paint. Probably just paint. Um, hits Bray a couple times with it. Then Bray hits uh, Sister Abigail. One, two, three. Yeah. Match over. Bray goes over and gets in the corner. Um, When he turns around, he's put a mask on. Mm. And it is also UV sensitive. L.A. Knight goes to leave. Bray starts chasing him. L.A. Knight grabs the kendo stick, and Bray Wyatt does his best impersonation of Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers. Um, he no-sells he every no sells single He all these kendo sticks. They, he chases L.A. Knight up the ramp to the, the stage area. Knight climbs up on the stage. Bray goes to climb up, and Knight's hitting him with the kendo stick. Bray hits him with the mandible claw. Puts him down to the to the stage, and then the light kind of shine a spotlight kind of shines up at the top of the stage where Uncle Howdy is, who does a flying elbow that it missed. He he just clears him like he he, clears, he never intended to hit. Yeah, he, he clears, never intended to hit him. He clears him through the stage, and then the stage blows up. Yeah, uh, and then the Funhouse characters are up there watching. Now I think we neglected to mention yeah, when they were Bray was the, coming down. As he would hit certain points in the entrance, you could see them. You could the, see him. We we saw for certain. We saw we saw uh, Huskus, Huskus, the big boy. We saw Mercy, and we saw Abby. Yeah, for uh, sure. We did not catch um, Ramblin' Rabbit. Rabbit. I'm sure we just missed him yeah. as we you know glanced around and did other stuff. Um, and they they weren't like focused on. They were no, just they were just in the background in the background for a second. Like Abby was in in there for a second, and then immediately like turned and walked out. So. so. But, so there was that. Then we had the women's match. Yeah, Alexa then, versus Bianca, which was also a very short match. Uh, Bianca wins. She gets out of the ring. Alexa's in the ring. And you get this Uncle Howdy like video cut. You thought you were in control. Who's in control now? Do, do you feel like, you're, you feel in like control? you're in control? And Alexa looks like she's about to cry. Yeah, And it cuts away. 
We then get our women's rumble match for the evening. We have Rhea Ripley at number one. She comes out still selling the ribs hurting from the spear earlier, if you can call that a spear. Yeah. <laughs> number two is Liv Morgan. Number three is Dana Brooke. Number four is Emma in her first Royal Rumble appearance. Which is weird. It is weird, but she was she let was go. For a while, so. She was let go months before that the first true. women's rumble. That is true. And then and she then signed she, with Impact. And, yeah. So, um, we get number five is uh, Shayna. Who came out for our nerd friends out there. Her gear was uh, Night Lords inspired from Warhammer 40K. We then have Bailey come out at number six. Number seven, we get B-Fab. Um, and then B-Fab gets eliminated extremely quickly. Although she did get lots of offense in and got to show off that, yeah. hey, she should be. That she doesn't know how to kick. Yeah. Uh, WWE completely ignoring the 90-second rule in yeah. the women's rumble. The, it was bad enough in the men's match. Like, you could tell there were points where it was like, no, no, no. This has been like 30 seconds, 40 seconds, 50 seconds. In the women's match, it was like. 12 seconds. Like it was almost seconds. it was almost as soon as the women got in the ring. There was there's one later and I don't remember who it was, but it was she her music hit, she walked down, she gets in the ring. She was in the ring for 39 seconds and as she is being thrown out the countdown hit 0. That was Chelsea Green. Who made her return to uh, WWE? It wasn't Chelsea. No, because she was in and out that quick. Remember, I know Chelsea was in and out that quick, but she was like five seconds. This, this one, I forget who it was, but she was in for like thirty. They said she was in for thirty-nine seconds because I remember that. Um, because I remember saying she was in the ring for thirty-nine seconds. The other one is already counted down. There is no way. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So. Number eight is Roxanne Perez. She is the NXT champion. Yep. Uh, number nine is Dakota Kai. And number 10 is EO Sky. So all of damage control now in the ring. And they really utilize the teamwork yep. aspect. They use all three of them to make eliminations off of people. Bailey to set them up. And then Dakota and EO to. Yeah. Um, it really kind of showed a good is dumb mentality here. Because uh, they were all three teamed up eliminating people left and right. And no one seemed to bother or care. Yeah. Uh, number 11, we have uh, Natalia. Number 12 is Candice LeRae. Number 13 is Zoe Stark. An NXT person as well. Yeah, another NXT person. Uh, I would imagine she's going to be called up here pretty soon because she was she really good. on. Uh, she looked really good. She, I, I've seen s lots of stuff with her because she was featured prominently before we stopped watching NXT mm -hmm. and she looks even better now. Uh, number 14 was Zia Lee. Number 15 was Becky. Number 16 is Tegan Knox. Uh, number 17 is Asuka. Coming out with this really cool mask, yep. taking it off to reveal new face paint, which is actually old face paint yep. because it was her original. Yeah, Kana. So, which was her original like Japanese look. Uh, her music is different. 
So it, it was pretty cool. It still has the ties to uh, like her old music. The, it still has the dun, 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 in it, but it's different. Yeah, like it, they change it up. Uh, number 18, No Longer Dewdrop, Piper yeah. Nevin yeah, makes her was, WWE debut. That and, was very nice. Uh, except the announce team ran into the ground. The the dewdrop as a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Remember when she was named Dewdrop? You know, I do drop women all over the mat. You know, yes. like just God, it was so bad. Like once was amusing. Yeah. After that, after that, it was. Ugh. But they kept going. Uh, number nineteen, we have Tamina. Mm-hmm. Nobody Tamina. There, there's. Several women that have been eliminated by this point, but we didn't necessarily track all the eliminations. Right. Um, number 20, we have Chelsea Green, who yeah. comes in and is immediately eliminated. Immediately thrown out, which was funny. Matt Cardona, her husband, the former Zack Ryder, tweeted, uh, look at Chelsea Green coming back to WWE and already setting records in the Rumble. Uh, uh, you're the best babe. I love you. Yeah, so proud of you. Yeah, so proud of you. Yeah, she set the record for quickest elimination in the women's match. Number 21 is Zelina Vega coming out in a Chun-Li inspired. No, it wasn't Chun-Li. It's uh, Juri. Oh. Which is. I'm not familiar with Juri. It's a uh, Street Fighter 6, I think, is what they said. I I just looking at her and, you know, like I played Street Fighter 20 years ago. (laughs) <laughs> but no, looking at the way she had her hair yeah. and everything, it, 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 it was, was Chun-Li. It, like, it, to me, that was yeah. who I identified her as. But yeah. um, she came out and looked really good. Yeah, she, Every, she, got, like, even in the, she got quite a bit of offense and looked yeah. awesome. Number 22, we have Raquel Rodriguez. Number 23, Mia Yim, Mi Chan. Mm-hmm. Number 24, Lacey Evans. Yep. Then number 25, this one was an interesting one. She said on Thursday that yep. she had not been contacted about it. Yep. There were people asking on Twitter, and her response was, no one has asked me anything. Yep. This was Thursday. So, Michelle McCool. Michelle McCool, her music hits. They pan over. She is in the crowd behind the announce desk, Yep. drinking some water, eating some popcorn. She's like, what? Okay. Stands up. Of course, you know, she's in her she's ring in her gear. gear. <laughs> Unzips her jacket, hands it to her child, and then climbs over the barricade and gets in the ring. And yep. she actually lasts for quite a while. Uh, mm-hmm. I just love that, like, she's in yes. the crowd, like, what? Yep. It's like, you, you're now in the rumble. <laughs> uh, Number 26 from NXT, we have Indy Hartwell. Number 27 is Sonia Deville. Number 28, Shotzi. Number 29, Nikki Cross. Number 30, Nia Jax. Yeah. Which they screwed up. You know how we were talking (laughs) about all the timing was off anyway. Like, the timer hadn't even come up. Yeah, the timer hadn't even popped up. the... The ring apron piece turned the pink purple swirl that's hers. It says Naya and her music started. 
I almost until they pop the timer up for like two seconds before taking it back down because oh well we've already yeah. I I honestly thought they were going for a swerve yeah. where Nia was going to come out but not be an entrant but you know yeah. which actually could have been an interesting storytelling so the crowd was not having it at all no she comes down she gets in the ring does the traditional uh, big person spot you know. She yells at all of them, tells them, come at me, blah, blah, blah. Everybody in the ring jumps her. She does the, and knocks everybody away. She finally gets, you know, beat down a bit. And then Rhea yells at everybody, get her the F out of here. And everybody grabs Naya and chucks her out. So we work down to our final four. Our final four for this one are um, Rhea Ripley, Asuka, Nikki Cross, and Liv Morgan. Yeah, the ending here was really good. Nikki is eliminated quickly. We don't even get, the, you know, you normally have the final four stare off. We don't have that. Mm-mm. Nikki gets eliminated. Then we have the stare off between the final three, final three, final three, final three of Rhea, Liv, and Asuka. They battle it out. All three of them end up on the ring apron. Yeah, over the top rope. Over the top the rope apron. on the ring apron. Asuka goes for the mist to Rhea. Rhea ducks. Mist goes straight into Liv's eyes. Rhea eliminates Asuka. Liv somehow manages to push Rhea off of her. Rhea is hanging on by both arms. Her feet haven't touched the ground. Liv goes over and starts hitting Rhea's hand. Rhea does a core move, lifts her legs up. And kicks Liv off. Grabs Liv's head and then throws her off using her legs. Uh, so Rhea wins. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Like, like that ending. Rhea, yeah. Rhea runs the runs the gamut. One to one to finish. She joins, you know, the, the ranks of those people like that have Shawn gone. Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels, Chris Benoit. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Mysterio. Are the ones I can think of off the top of my head. I think they said there were four or five total that yeah. have done it throughout the since since eighty eight. So yeah, there, like I said, um, you know, really cool. Um, we were talking about who wins this match. You know, once it started getting down, Becky got eliminated kind of early. Uh, Bailey got eliminated kind of early. You know, so we're sitting here like realistically in this match, who wins? It, it Raya is a possibility. Liv is a possibility. And and um, I, I will say that we were convinced that Raya wasn't going to win it. Yeah, because well, we, they got be, the thing with uh, with Beth, and yeah. and where was Beth? Yeah, where, Beth did not show back up. Like that doesn't make any sense storyline wise to me. Beth, even if she wasn't in the match, she should have come out. She should have interfered. Yeah, and the thing is, we know Beth is there. You could have had her in the match. Yeah. Um. So it, it didn't make a whole lot of sense. Rhea winning is cool. Like, I'm fine with Rhea winning. Uh, you know, now she gets to choose who she, you know, fights, either Bianca or Charlotte. Storyline-wise, it would probably be best to fight Charlotte because they've, they've got some unfinished business still. However, Judgment Day is a raw faction, so she's not splitting from them, I don't think, anytime soon. She's going to challenge Bianca. There we go, right? Yeah. So that was the uh, women's match. Although you were convinced that she was going to go for Charlotte yeah, until I, I mentioned the... And then you're, you're the one that mentioned, well, they're on Raw, and it's like, oh, yeah, 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 you're right. Um, after that, we have a 
what I will generously classify as a musical. Um, I won't. It was <laughs> hot garbage. Yeah. Hardy, whoever he is, uh, he, uh, he did some stuff. He is an, uh, an offense <laughs> to humanity and proof that God does not exist. Um, I yeah. have never felt as assaulted as I was listening to that. And this is a dude from Mississippi who is a country rock something. Sounded like you threw Kid Rock in a meat chipper. Um, it was bad. It was awful. WWE does not really have a good track record with musical guests. They've had some decent ones. Overall, they're mostly not great. They're okay. But they're passable. This was atrociously bad. Period. Yeah. No redeeming qualities. Zero out of ten. If you were a fan of him, stop listening to our podcast. <laughs> so for the 14 people who listen to right. our podcast, uh, if you like Hardy, yes, stop. You were uninvited. <laughs> Good day, sir. You're right. fired. Right. Uh, that leads us to our main event of the evening. Roman Reigns. Kevin Owens for the WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship. Yep. This was a match. I thoroughly enjoyed this match. Uh, bell to bell, great match, great storytelling, as you would expect from the people involved in this match. Yeah, KO comes down, he hops up on the ring, on the top rope. Roman comes down with Paul and Sammy only. Yep. They get down to the ring. Sammy's outside, you know, they're doing their thing. KO doesn't move. He is sitting on the ring ropes, staring Roman down. Sammy and Paul get out of the ring. Match starts. Kevin Owens hops off the top rope. Lots of back and forth here. There was no clear this person's going to win. Yep. Kevin Owens at one point manages to hit Roman with the stunner. Unfortunately, Roman had just been pushed into Roman pushed KO. Uh, Roman yeah. pushed KO into the ref. So the ref is out. Yep. Kevin hits Roman with a stunner, lays down for the pin. It's like the, a seven count. The crowd counts to at least five. I remember yeah. hearing the crowd count too. Kevin crawls over to the side, looks down, sees the ref laid out in the outside the ring, and he says, Shit. <laughs> Just shit. While this is happening, Roman crawls over to the other side of the ring and yells at Sammy, get a chair. And Sammy looks at Roman and goes, you told me not to do anything. Yeah. So before he does that, Roman manages to hit Kevin with something. I don't remember yeah, what. That's right. To, to cause Kevin to kind of need a moment yeah. to recover. Roman is still down. Roman tells Sammy, get a chair. Sammy says, you told me not to do anything. I'm telling you now to get a chair. Sammy runs over. He goes over towards timekeeper area. Uh, Paul yells. Paul yells. Says, Get a chair under here. the table, under the ring. So he does. He pulls out a, a chair. It's still covered in the, <laughs> the green foam, glitter green ball. foam glitter, whatever, <laughs> from earlier in the night. He slides it in, but he hesitates he before hesitated. he slides it in. Roman's looking at him like, "What? What is this?" Yeah. Turns around. Bam! Stunner. 
gets a two count, I think, off Rev of that. rolls in, gets a two count. Uh, chairs kicked back out. They end up outside. Kevin gets speared through the barricade into the timekeeper's area. Then he gets tossed a couple of times back first onto the steps. Yeah, and the first time it looked bad the way he yeah. landed. Like yeah. his, it, it looked like his head hit the stair corner. Well, and, and there's there's no way to make that not yeah. hurt. They get back in the ring. Roman hits him with a spear. Kevin Owens kicks out. Kevin Owens kicks out. Slaps We're, Roman. Yep. Then Roman hits him with a Superman punch and a spear. And one, two, three. three. After the match, of course, out come the bloodline, the yep. rest of them. They're celebrating. Jay goes to put the um the lay or the lay or whatever you call it. It's it's yeah. pepper. Yeah. It's peppers, but I don't I'm sure yeah. it's a you know. He goes to put that on Sammy and Roman says, No, we're not done. This isn't over. Yeah. They beat on Kevin for 10 well, minutes. He looks at Paul Heyman and does a the give me that motion. And Paul Heyman goes, when my tribal chief says bring handcuffs to the ring. Well, no, no. He doesn't do the handcuffs yet. Oh, that's right. That's right. They beat they, him up first. Yeah. So the Usos beat on Kevin. Well, for f- a yeah. solid five minutes. Well, well, Roman has his arm around Sammy's neck. Yeah. And Solo's just standing there. He then motions for handcuffs from Paul Heyman. There's two sets of handcuffs. They handcuff uh, Kevin to the top rope. And then the Usos hit like 400 super kicks. Yeah, they just keep beating on him. Uh, Oh, no, before they handcuffed him, Solo does the uh, running uh, butt butt thing with a chair around his neck. That's right, that's right. Then they handcuff him. And we, we don't have any notes in front of us, so forgive yeah. us if we bounce back and forth a little bit. But then they handcuff him. They start beating on him. Roman beats on him a little bit. Roman gets the chair and goes to hit him, and Sammy steps in front. Yep. And you don't need, you don't need to do this. It's over. He's done. Blah, blah, blah. He's done. And you're Roman's better like, than this. Yes, you're better you than don't this. Need it's to beneath do this. you. It's beneath you. You're better than this. Roman says, you're, you're right. right. You do it. And hand Sammy the chair. Hand Sammy the chair. See, Sammy is, and and props to Sammy. He is selling it and acting. You can read it all over him that he is conflicted. And he goes back and forth, and he finally gets the chair. He goes to, like, he's going to hit, and he turns and hits Roman in the back. Yep. The bloodline are just frozen. And Jimmy, then Jimmy and Solo are just like, what the hell? Just yeah, happened? what just happened? Then Jimmy super kicks Sammy. Yep, and then jumps on him and, and jumps on him, starts him. beating on him. Solo gets involved after a few minutes. Solo pulls Jimmy off of him and then starts beating on him. <laughs> yeah, they trade that a couple of different yeah. times. Roman comes back and starts beating on him some. Jay never does. Jay is standing in the corner of the ring. And he is just broken. Yep. Roman tells him to start getting involved. And he gets out the ring. He rolls out of the ring rolls and walks up the and ramp. And walks up the and ramp. he's crying as he's walking up the yeah. ramp. Yeah. So, Jay is broken. Mm-hmm. Sammy is just 
destroyed in the ring. Roman they, rips the honorary yeah. shirt off of him. Sammy gets spiked. He gets, yeah. you know, like, it, 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 he gets destroyed in the ring. They're laid out. And then they it. walk up the ramp. And the, the final shot is Roman, Solo, and and Jimmy walking up the ramp. Yeah. Um, which looks to me like maybe we're going to set up a KO, Sammy, and Jay versus Jimmy, Solo, and Roman. The dissolution of the bloodline between now and WrestleMania would honestly, be okay. Honestly, you have an elimination chamber there. You You do. You have six people there. Well, uh, Roman wouldn't be in the elimination chamber. But you He's could. You you could if you wanted to have it just be a match. It doesn't have to be yeah, for the championship. Yeah, but I don't think they would do something like that. Uh, but, you know, it, it, like, it just popped in my head. Yeah. Um, what would you rate the 2023 Royal Rumble out of mm, 10? What would you give it? Six and a half-ish. I was sitting seven. at seven. I was sitting at seven. Uh, yeah, I mean, it had like that the final blo- that that I am interested to read because I again I am not going to watch the follow ups, but I'm interested <laughs> to read where the story with the bloodline goes between now and Mania. Yeah. Cody now has this, you know. Normally, when you get the Rumble winner, it's a who are they going to choose? There isn't a choice. Nope. So, and there hasn't been for years now, but. So you've got Cody Rhodes almost nine hundred days, right? Eight hundred and forty something, I think, is what he said, or eight hundred eighty something is what he said. Um, so you have Cody hanging over Roman's head; mm-hmm. he's coming. We see the splinter now in the bloodline. Sammy's obviously out. Jay might be out. I think Jay's so, out. I I, th- I don't think that we're done with that storyline. Yeah. I think Jay's going to be kind of there for a little while. But I think that we see them drop the titles. Yep. To whoever wins the championship tournament. Yep. That's it's going to be. Um, I don't. Because yeah, I, th- I think Braun Strowman and Ricochet are a team. Braun Strowman and Ricochet they got subbed in on SmackDown for it. Uh, Legado del Fantasma and I think. Um, um, Imperium yeah. are so, still involved. In and it may be down to just uh, Braun Strowman, Ricochet, and Imperium. I don't remember. So I can definitely see the Bloodline losing the belts. Um, or not the Bloodline, but the Usos losing those belts. Yeah. Further splitting Jimmy and Jay. Maybe they lose the belts because of a miscommunication between the two. Yeah. Or... Something to that effect. Maybe Jay doesn't show up for the match. Jay doesn't show up, you know, so, any number like, of things. Yeah, right? there's there's several different ways that that can go, and and all of it is good. Yeah, and it's all going to lead to what we're guessing is going to be Roman having to defend the title twice. Because yeah. um, I imagine, like, fantasy booking world, right? Mm-hmm. Cody comes out on Raw, says, you know, my dad's dream was to always win the WWE title. I don't care about the Universal title. I just want the WWE title. So I'm challenging Roman for that one. Then, you know, maybe on SmackDown, Pierce says, well, he's just challenging for the one. We're going to have to have SmackDown challenge as well. So at WrestleMania, Roman Reigns, you'll defend on 
the first night you'll defend against whoever wins Elimination Chamber or whoever does this or does this. And then on night two, you'll defend against Cody. Um, you know, we were talking before the Rumble started that we figured Sammy might would be in it. Mm-hmm. Maybe you would have. We weren't expecting the explosion at the end, obviously, but you have Sammy win that secondary shot. Roman then says, oh, well, this is going to be easy. You know, gets to the match at Mania, and he just looks at Sammy and goes, lay down. Yeah. Sammy lays down. One, two, he kicks out. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. One, two, he kicks out. You know, Roman eventually wins, but it actually has to be a match. And then Cody wins the next night and gets the belts. Now the belts are split. So we have to have the split. Yeah. We have to find a way to split the belts. And even WWE recognizes this. They want to split the belts because having Roman as the champion Mm -hmm. is just too constrictive. Yeah, their big thing recently has been they don't want Roman to lose until Mania, but they want to split the belts. Yeah. So. So our thought process is, well, Cody wants the WWE championship. That's the belt that was denied to his father. That's what he wants. So he's going to come out. I don't care about the Universal Championship. Exactly. I want that WWE Championship. Yep. Roman's like, all right. And then they announce that the winner of the Elimination Chamber is the number one contender for the other one. And Roman's like, what? Right. And I'll be honest, I am poaching... (laughs) Holder Jason's uh, booking here, but it's it's good solid booking. Yeah, uh, he's like, what? No, I'm not. No, you're gonna you're gonna wrestle both nights. Have fun. Yeah, you you got both belts. You're wrestling both nights. Uh, isn't it great to be the champ, champ? Yeah. So <laughs> hopefully we see something like that. And you can have Roman keep the belt if you want. Personally, I don't think he needs to keep it. I think he needs to drop it. Roman needs to come out of WrestleMania without a belt. Without any belts. I think that, because heel Roman has now run its course. Or at least by mania, it will have run its course. You have Cody beating him. You have whoever from the SmackDown side beats him. The bloodline has already, at this point, fractured. They're done. Um, Now you can start the Roman Reigns face turn mm-hmm. off of this for the most part, great heel run. There have been moments that have sucked. But for the most part, it's been a good heel run. You can now move him back towards face, back towards the big dog, and the crowd will be behind him. Yeah. That's the important part. Um, So, like I said, I, 7 out of 10. Yeah, that's about fair. Um. They have to strip Roman because they have nobody credible yep. at the moment because he's beaten everybody. So what happens when you have a belt for three years? <laughs> yeah, you know, like, are there credible people? Yes, Drew's always credible. They can put Drew credible within a couple months. Drew, Sheamus, returning AJ Styles, Seth. There are credible fights for Roman to have. But they're not going to do those, or if they do, they're going to be pay-per-view to pay-per-view and then beat them because they've got this plan for Mania. And I think they're still hoping for the Rocket Mania. It looks like from what I've been seeing, 
in, unless something has changed, The Rock isn't available. Like, he doesn't feel, uh, reportedly, he doesn't feel like he has enough time to get ready. Yeah. Which the Rock's fair. super busy. He just launched, I don't know whether he just launched this energy drink, Zoa Energy, or if he just launched some sort of big push for it. He just bought the XFL. Either way, he's got that. He's got XFL coming up. He's still a movie star. He's He's got movies. He's super busy. Yeah. Does he have the time? And I, I think the answer for him right now is no, I don't, to get into the kind of shape yep. that I have to be in for WrestleMania. Because while he's in uh, amazing shape, it's his cardio where it needs right. to be for a wrestling match. Right. And I would argue that, no, he probably no, does probably not, not maintain car- wrestling cardio. No. Because he no. already pushes himself right extremely hard why would he do that to himself yep so so i think that's about it we do need to give a very special thanks for providing the notes for us tonight uh jay james mccarthy from the uh, travelers travelers on the omnibus he provided us with our notes as far as the entrance uh numbers and order so we appreciate that jay uh Big thank you to McNarb Gaming here in Goshen, Mississippi, allowing us to use this space to come up here, watch wrestling for a little while, and record this Thanks, podcast. Greg. Thanks, Cameron. Yep. Thank you both. Um, and of course, Big Dog Liquor, where we normally get our liquor. Uh, this one did not come from there, thankfully. Uh, I think Brad has better taste uh, than to order something like this. Uh, but go down there, get yourself a bottle of something, yep. get yourself a discount, you know, military or senior. Get some discounts on some wines. Pretty awesome place to go. Yep. And we've mentioned them several times. We need to shout out our friends over at Travelers on the Omnibus. They are a field trip through nerd and pop culture. They recently released a review of the 19, I think it's 1987 movie Barbarians. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Go ahead and check that out. Yeah. And they uh, and they have a bunch of stuff. They've done a uh, top five list of movies. Uh, we've been on there a few times to yep. go back and check out. We we do their top five from time to time. So, yep. and uh, you know, while we're talking about movies, there uh, one of the travelers, Jody, mm-hmm. does his own show, Fearology, which is his personal relationship with horror. Uh, just talking about different horror movies, things of that nature. He's even released some uh, experimental music. Yeah, on the channel. So Fearology. Available wherever podcasts are available. And if movies are your bag, as uh, Mike Myers would say, and if if there's what you're interested in, check out our friends over at Silence Your Cell Phones. They do uh, movie reviews, bingeable TV shows. They do a live stream. I believe it is on Thursdays. I could be mistaken on YouTube. It's either Wednesday Uh, or Thursday, one of the So check them out. I'm sure that they will have discussions that you will find interesting. Yep. With all of that said, it is bedtime. Yeah, I think we're, we're going to go it. home and we're going to get some sleep. Yep. So cheers. cheers.